Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman. Yaddle, addle, addle. <laughs> Co host Catherine Brandt. And sitting in for Andy, Cassie Schrader. We'll be back. Special guest Don McLean coming up in a couple of segments. Up next, we'll check in with Black Excellence. Yes. Tevin, Black Excellence, Pittman. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. But I won't back down. No, <coughs> yeah. 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 Won't back down. Back down. Won't back down. Gonna. Stand my ground. No, I. wonder how I used to sing without. I, I suppose I did open down. my mouth when I was singing. That's probably made made the big difference there, so that's good. Yeah. I right? think you kind of have to. You kind of do have to open your yapper if you're going to sing. That is very, very. Although some people don't. Like rumors spread around in that Texas town. Hey, new career right there. The mumbling ZZ Top, no question about it. So, what's the latest in the news? That's what I want to know. Oh, God, do we have to look at the news? Well, yes, I mean, it is. No! Why not? Don't make me, because it's it's always horrible. Oh, there you go. Now, the Pope on George Floyd. I don't really understand how he brought the two together here. <laughs> Even Tev is, like, so sick. <laughs> it's like, the my Pope God. Pope on George Floyd. And, like, at this point, if you haven't said anything until just now, don't. like, just, just don't, don't say anything. Because yeah. we already know that you don't really fake. care. Yeah, you're just being bullied into saying something. How about the Pope says abortion isn't the only life issue. So he's basically comparing you to aborted babies. But other than that, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel, Kevin? Of course, abortion isn't the only life issues. Even the Pope. What are you going to do? Actually, a lot of it's not that bad. Uh, Trump's plan for the polls an icebreaker fleet by 2029. 
Why what? doesn't he just calm down? Icebreaker. What is that? I don't even understand what that means. Uh, memo asks for review of possible locations, icebreaker capabilities. Countries including China and Russia are increasing their military presence in the high Arctic, and U.S. Uh, President Trump is looking to follow suit. Why don't they just stay out of there? Now that they're there, we have to go just in there. Get out of there! Why are they up there anyway? Because there, it's a new uncharted territory oh, they can yeah. launch missiles from. Oh, good. I know it's unbelievable. So, I, you know, I was thinking about this whole thing, and I talked about this this morning. It is our leadership right now is so dreadful in the world, and it's not just in America; it's everywhere. Our leadership is terrible. I mean, my God, you look at all the things that are going on, and the rest of this. I, it's, uh, whatever, makes you sad, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, if, if there's no good reason to be up there, then they just shouldn't be up there, right? Yeah. If it's just cause mayhem, just don't. Well, that's what it no. is. It's a set up a set up a, a base up there. <sighs> oh my God. Uh, Italian. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, if you, if you want to have a good cry, there's a, just saw an article that a 26-year-old guy that was killed in Afghanistan by an IED, he left on his laptop goodbye letters to his wife and six-month-old daughter nope. that, nope. like, nope. after the, like, it says two days after the funeral, she opened up the laptop and found two files named Dear Emma and no. Dear whatever the wife's name was. Uh, and no. had, like, Absolutely not. Yeah, so if you want to have a good cry. No, I'm not doing <laughs> that. Have a, oh, she's already crying. <laughs> Check that out. Way to go, Tevin. Hard pass. Think of my, my, Can't handle that. My Just dear sobbing. wife tear up. <laughs> I did that this morning, too, though. Well, when I was talking tear to Tevin up. about You're JB, I teared up a little bit. Dear Catherine letter in case <laughs> I die before I... No, no, dear no, Catherine. Dies. <laughs> dear Catherine. In case I die. You know what I love? Italians are very special because Kathy and I were talking about last night. We were watching, we were watching mm-hmm. uh, Almost Genius, which is not a bad show. It's a, it's a like a clip show. Never heard of Chris it. Fairbanks and April Richardson star in it. Don't know why there's those people. You don't know Almost. No, it's Almost Never Genius. heard of any of these things. What the hell? Now I forgot what I was talking about. Why did I reference Italians are amazing. Oh, Italians. <laughs> there's a guy out there. How great! Thank he you for a company him called, on task. He owns a company called Fagioli's. Okay. Hey, let me tell you, if you want to come in, come on in. I mean, you could still do that accent because it doesn't offend anybody, right? <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. Let's call some Italians and ask them Now, here we, here's an Italian you can ask right here. An Italian woman, uh, as docs, doctors, as doctors operated on her brain, she stuffed 90 olives. It's Italian. She's stuffing olives while her brain's being oh. What? It's like, what, what? the hell? How? What? They removed a brain tumor while she was stuffing oh, oh, olives. Right. Well, they do that. What? When what? they do brain surgery, they'll have Pardon? you do certain things really? to make sure. Oh, uh, okay. Um, oh, God, I can't remember where I saw it, but like. Like for oh, functionality you know, reasons, yeah. Poke the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah, you lose yeah. control of your hands. Wouldn't be good. Yeah, they've had like musicians had, having brain surgery, like playing guitar while they're doing it. Maybe I'm just sure. not yeah, smart. I saw that guy. But <laughs> Why? <laughs> why are you not like under it all the way? Stupid, why are you not like? I would assume that if you're getting brain surgery, you're you can't be put all the way. Oh, you can't be put all the way under. Guess not. Oh, okay. They'll talk to you. They'll have you like <clears throat> yeah. say the alphabet. You're unaware of what's going on up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also they would like they would probably have to put me under because I'd be making jokes and like asking them about like, hey, what's like what's going on over there? Is everything <laughs> check out? Can you add some things? I want to have some abilities when this well, is over. I would over. like to know what she was stuffing olives with because they're Blue not cheese. very big. Cheese, Blue I don't cheese. know cheese. Blue cheese. Yeah. Oh, okay. pimentos. 
This is hilarious. <laughs> Almonds. I'm Playing instruments that. while your brain is getting operated on is so last decade. <laughs> Just ask Donna, who recently whipped up a traditional Italian snack while surgeons removed a tumor from her brain. <laughs> She's making a little Italian snack. Right. I, feel like, yeah. I feel like if you offered right. those olives to me, I'd be like, mm, I'm good. Why not? Your brain. No brain right. matter. She sent, she sent those to like the nearest bar for some martinis and... <laughs> I want your brain juice yeah. all over this is my a, olives. Before she, they started the thing, she asked if she could prepare 90 Ascoli-style olives. They said, okay. And the only way that story <laughs> could be better is if she was like, because I need these for like a family gathering. Yeah, oh, yeah. And like right tomorrow. after this. Yeah, i got to head down to the family reunion. Hey, how's your brain? Sunday Forget dinner. about it. <laughs> <laughs> these olives are amazing. It's olives. <laughs> special ingredient. She works on an Italian... These olives will blow your mind. She works on some Italian <laughs> snacks while she's getting her brain worked. I love Italian what people. What would you choose to do if you had Ooh, your brain question. worked on? Good question. Good question. Would, would I have to wait through them finding it? <laughs> okay. Is there one out okay. there? You got okay. a microscope. You're going to find the brain. Gotta what see would you do? Cooking. Well, you, you have to be laying down. Obviously, I'd be talking because I don't ever shut up anyway. Yeah. So I would yeah, be talking. Yeah, that well, thanks up. for the support that down there, honey. Up. She looks at me like, well, that's true. Like yeah. I say, you could do the KQ Morning Show. Yeah, do the KQ Morning Show. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Wally Walker, we, we did a KQ Morning Show while Wally Walker was having a vasectomy. So we yeah. already did one end. Wait, like he was on the show while having a vasectomy? Yeah. <laughs> and the great part of it is Mike Gelfand was doing the play-by-play from the operating room. That's awesome. And he goes, you wouldn't believe the smell. Because <laughs> <laughs> he cauterized it. Oh, yeah. So it smells like burning hair. Uh, it was like burning oh hair God. and gloves. Thanks, It's a high point in the Tom Bernard career. That's oh, probably yeah. what got you into the Radio Hall oh, of Fame right no, there. Yeah, oh that, that was, it pushed me right over the top. <laughs> from when they're that operating day on your brain, do you like do any like, you know, reflexive Right, like pulling like a tendon on a chicken leg? It depends on which part they touch, yeah. I suppose. I'm wondering. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember when back in your... the 70s, I think it was, they 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 touch people's brains with electrodes and their arm would go up in the air and it's really, yeah. Yeah. Really I had weird. when I had a spinal block for surgery once I lost control of my arms and hands oh, yeah. so they were just doing this for like oink, 2 oink, hours That's okay honey it's completely weird. normal don't yeah. worry No they were like you'll be numb from the waist down for 2 hours and I was numb from the neck down for 7 <laughs> Well close. oh my I would have a freak out at I was 2 hours and one minute I'm freaking out but I was just like yeah and I was just laying there like okay here we are arms freaking out yeah it was very strange the list of things I would Uh do while under brain surgery probably be pretty short because I couldn't like watch like a football game because I'm gonna like scream and like just uncontrollably like freak out so yeah you have to do something that's gonna keep you calm peel vegetables or something (laughs) something productive something productive do something productive Dinner's ready. But I'm done with brain surgery. <laughs> You're done with brain surgery. I'd play Sudoku or something. Yeah, maybe play a video game. I can't game. do that when I'm not having brain surgery. I say that they should just put me under. I'm sorry. No, yeah, you can't. I just don't want no. to know. What would you do? I don't want to be it's like, I'm going to risk it. Yeah. Knit. Learn to knit. Well, you would do Duolingo. <laughs> I could do my German, German lessons. <laughs> yes, there you go. Oh, this is uh, might be the first of what we're going to hear a lot of, ladies and gentlemen. This morning, the story just came out. Well, actually, no, that's not true. It came out last night. 
D.C. National Guardsman test positive for COVID-19. Oh, well, you knew that was going to happen. Well, I saw, this, I saw this thing that was like, a doctor tweeted it, and it was like, um, two weeks from now, Donald Trump will be blaming the Black Lives Matter protests for a rise in COVID, and as a doctor, I have to, we have to get ahead of this and know that it's not true, and I was like... But yeah, but the it is. But like, the national, <laughs> I mean, but can the national guard get COVID if they are only close enough to just tear gas and no, fire rubber bullets? The, the protesters oh, really? spit on them. Yeah. That, well, that'll do it. I'm like, I saw that and I was like, I'm not saying that like Donald Trump's obviously a nutcase. Clearly, oh, what do you mean he's, he's even keel? <laughs> <laughs> but and it's nothing against protests like no. whatever but like a bunch of people even like when we were on the 35w bridge like there was at one point we're all sitting there and it's quiet and somebody just goes well if we don't all have the rona in two weeks it's all fake like <laughs> yeah. everybody like everybody's got masks on and stuff but they're just like i mean at this point well and you see so many pictures of nothing. people at protests with their masks like down here and it's yeah. like, why are you even oh, I know, I love wearing that one where they're wearing it below their chin yep. like yeah. that kind of defeats the Damn whole purpose we just got a scolding email from our sales department at coldwell banker burnett <laughs> it's like okay so the people that have masks on, you can't wear them on your chin or your head or dangling from an ear. They must be over your nose and mouth if you're going to be in the office. Yeah, there you go. Can't be on a cheek, mm. over your eyes. It has to be over your nose and mouth. You need to take a nap. you got to take a break. Don McLean is up next with the family. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up. North Minneapolis, they were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Love it, ladies and gentlemen. Don, ready to go? I believe so. Mr. McLean, how are you? 
Is he here? Not here yet. There he is. Yeah. Don? I don't think Don can hear me. Nope. Oh, he's probably not there yet. I think right. he was working on it, so hopefully he'll. Well, that's cool. Up. Yeah. Whenever. Do you think he ever gets tired of hearing that song? One thousand percent. No, I do not, because he made a lot of money with that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. We'll be like, no, oh, play like, it again, baby. <laughs> I get another nickel. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you Hello. Oh, there he oh. is. Yeah. How are you? Here I am. Don McLean, ladies and gentlemen. Don, I'm sorry you're going to get sick of me, but I do the morning show, which you were just on, and now I do this afternoon show. And I got I can't do a show without having Don McLean on, talking about uh, the wow. Time Life Project. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. Uh, nice to talk to you again. Um, well, you know about the project. Time Life is putting 11 albums and 173 tracks uh, on every streaming platform, whatever that means. Um, and they're, uh, they've also come out with this YouTube channel as well. So. I think that's a wonderful thing. We had talked about, uh, and then Don actually did challenge me to sing, uh, what was it? Uh, it wasn't Crying, it was Since I Don't Have You, is that what it was? Something, I remember. Yeah, that's, my, that's the best song I ever ma- I record. I think that's the best song I ever made. Well, it isn't. It is amazing. Well, I, well, I'll tell you what, though, Don. All of the stuff... Well, first of all, I, as I've told you many times, I'm a huge fan of yours. I think you're one of the best singers ever born, so that doesn't hurt. No, thank you. No, so I would have been, you know, just a singer, probably, if I had, um, you know, been born in the 40s. I'd have been a big band singer or something like that. No, that's probably that is probably true. Don, you were talking about, we were talking about your music and, and how you cut things together and and how s- certain people got, what's the name, it was a guy named Philip, I think you were talking about, came in and helped with the project. You remember ta- talking to me about that a couple of days ago? And how, um, how it brought the song together and it made this great, great thing out of it that you were looking for. It was a great reference. Oh, you mean the American Pie song? Yeah. Well, I started out to try to write a big song about America, and I didn't. And it was a whole different world then. You know, it was a lot of uh, somewhat like it is now. I think they're trying to bring back the '60s. Yep, yep. Uh, a lot of people in the streets, but they were a lot of uh, cities on fire. You know, and uh, a lot of uh, anger and a lot of. But everybody hated Nixon and LBJ like you can't imagine. I mean, you know. <laughs> Uh, we went with LBJ right after the assassination of Kennedy uh, for five years, and then, wow, right into Nixon, we had him, and in the middle of his second term, there was Watergate, and the Vietnam War was cranked up to beat the band. Uh, right, right. Uh, so it was a very, very tumultuous time, uh, forgetting about all the assassinations that were going on in our country, which I've always believed were state crimes. Um, and, you know, those don't happen by accident, that all no. the leaders we had got killed. Right. And, you know, and so this is part of just thinking about what I wanted to write. I had this in my mind for years and years. This isn't something that just popped into my head. You know, I was in love with uh, Buddy Holly, and uh, I always saw that as a metaphor, a moment of some kind that nobody else did. Frankly, i got to tell you, um, what the song did was to magnify that event because I'm telling you it was forgotten a week after it happened. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that is amazing. It's funny you bring that up, Don, because I was thinking that very, very thing. I was 15 years old and watched my neighborhood burn to the ground in 1967. Uh, and the neighborhood has never, to this day, all those businesses down Plymouth Avenue from the river to the city limits, they all burned down and none of them ever came back. Uh, it's very, very sad. Well, we can't have that again. You know, we just can't. Um, it's a, a dumb thing for some reason, but uh, when we get really mad, we burn down our uh, our own house. You know, I don't get it, but, <laughs> you know, it seems to be what they do when, we, when people get in the street. You know, they get really mad, and doesn't matter. They just go nuts. It, it's like a... You know, a horse, a horse has a certain level of civility, and then when he gets a little excited, it's a little okay, it's good. You know, the second level, we have, uh, above that, he's, now he's really kind of look around and he's not quite listening. The third level, you're gone. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> well, that's so true. So we get to the level three, and everything, all civility, all uh, thinking about anything just goes and... A lot of fear happens, and a lot of, uh, and that's what the environment was, um, you know, around the, the building of that song and what I was trying to get in it, you know. It was wonderful. You know, after you were on the morning show on Monday, I believe it was, it might have been, I don't think it was, I think it was Monday, I don't think it was yesterday, but after you left the show, because I was raving about the song Wonderful Babies, because it's one of the greatest songs I've ever heard, uh, it's a very short song, but... I, I played it uh, for our listeners and for the people on the show that had never heard it. They were just floored by how beautiful that song is. It, it is a magnificently beautiful song. Well, you know, I'm a throwback in a way. I, I love beautiful things. You know, I mm-hmm. love beautiful things. I love architecture and I love antique furniture and I love beautiful art and uh, I love beautiful melodies and Fine automobiles, you know, you name it. Uh, so that's what I love. And there's been kind of an effort toward ugly, uh, which has yep. gone on uh, for a lot of years. L- ugly and mean uh, has become sort of the coin of the realm in the music business. And it just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, but what I have done in the past sort of stands out more than it did, let's say, if you were listening to James Taylor all the time or, or uh, Cat Stevens or Elton John or whatever all the time, and, and that was all there was. And, you know, there was me. I was sort of belonged in there somehow. But now that there's so much of the other stuff, I think pretty songs, pretty melodies really stand out. And I think young people are looking for that, you know, they're, you know, looking for something to really love, you know, a song to really love or an artist to really appreciate. I think you're absolutely right, and and, and looking back to when I was 13, 14, 15 years old, and I'm a, you know, young American boy, and I'm starting to notice young American girls, and to hear lovely melodies about things like love and happiness and all the rest of it really kind of helped me along with all that. It's like, well, this... This is what I'm shooting for right here. What, what he's talking about with her is what I'm looking to gain at some point in my life, is that kind of relationship. But you don't hear a lot of those songs anymore, do you? You don't hear a lot of them. I still write them. 
Uh, the last album I did, Botanical Gardens, has a lot of nice things on it. Yeah. One of, you want to play it sometimes, you should hear uh, When July Comes. Um, that's one of my favorites on the record. Um, it's very, it, it's really good. Uh, I'm really proud of it. Uh, it's a good record. And, um, but there are a bunch of others on there. Um, there's also a song that I, that's a pop song at the end. It's the 13th track on the record. Last night when we were young, and this is the beautiful, this is me and the piano, and this is how songwriters were so talented. You had so many uh, Jewish songwriters who were brought up with the classics and right. played the piano and really knew music, and they wrote the most beautiful melodies. And when I was in Israel, I remember performing with the Israeli symphony, and they had a lot of refugees from Russia, and, that, and they had the most beautiful tone, I mean, of their, their violins, and you could hear practicing going on all over town. Everywhere you listened out a window, there'd be somebody playing the piano or practicing the violin or something. So, you know, there was that. That's the way show business was in those days. Um, but uh, that's what I, I sort of uh, breathed that in when I was young. I was home quite a bit and uh, was always listening to everything on the radio as well as going through the stacks. So we only had 78 in those days. And uh, that's amazing, isn't it? 1964. <laughs> looking, looking back, yeah. It's incredible. I mean, it sounds like 1930, but it really, 78s were the records that you got, you know, until like mid 50s to 45 came out. Yeah. It is an amazing deal. A Time Life project with Don McLean, a new digital initiative. Uh, Don McLean uh, makes 173 songs from 11 albums available. It is available now, as a matter of fact. Uh, released on all digital streaming platforms uh, with a new lifetime partnership. Don, every time I see your name on the docket, I'm happy because I love talking to you. Thank you so much for your time again today. Oh, can, yeah. Can I, can I ask him a question? One, one question before uh, you go, Don. Yeah, Sorry. so um, sure. I always love hearing stories about you know, the creative mind, whether it's musicians or comedians and things like that. When you're making a song like American Pie or any of your other songs that you're proud of, is there a moment where you kind of realize, like, this is going to be huge and you re kind of really dive into that moment like oh this um, is going to be a huge song the only thing I, I'm not thinking about what it's going to be I'm thinking about do I feel the feeling I have in me when I when I start singing this thing I'm trying to catch a feeling that I have an emotion and uh, it's very complicated but I usually just sing right into the tape recorder I'll start you know fiddling around and just Sing something, you know. And, oh, I like that. I'll keep going, you know, and make it up as I go along. And then get a sort of a, a structure and then repeat it, you know, if it's really good and I've get, gotten the feeling. And then when I hear it back, it's got to give me the feeling I'm after. And there's so many diverse feelings, you know. A, a wonderful baby feeling is not a Vincent feeling. A Vincent feeling is not a, a crossroads feeling. So you're, you're out, out for something specific that you want come back to you when you hear that thing. Yeah, makes total sense. Don, please come back soon, and when you come to town, uh, we got to come and see you. No question. Come come to town soon. We'd love to see you. Well, as soon as I can catch a plane, I will. <laughs> Sounds good, sir. Thanks for your time again today. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. We'll take a break. We'll be back with the final segment right after this.
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Shook-a-doo. Oh my god, remember when so many Oh no. Oh no, there we go. Remember when so many dance teams danced to this song? Oh yes. Oh my god. Well I'm I'm playing this because it is my son's sixteenth birthday. Happy oh, birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, is this, this the is Bump It Up song? The Bam Lamp. Bam Guys, I don't know. Oh no, I've only what heard this at, at high school like palm competitions for dance. Yeah. Like, that's so cute. And he'd be like, play the Bam Bam song. But yeah, he turned 16 today. Wow. I can't. Happy birthday. Is he going to get a license or is he like Andy and doesn't want to drive until he's 50? Right now, everything's so screwed up with the whole school shutdown. He he got his permit and like we were supposed to set up to get him the behind the wheel right after spring break. Well, Mm. they shut schools down a week before spring break and they haven't been back since. So everything's been delayed. I mean, uh, my stepdaughter, she's supposed to go get her permit test, and mm. just trying to—it's. I know my like long waiting periods. My now. new nanny is thirty years old, and he doesn't have a license because he lived in New York for such oh, a long time. Right. And he, so his <laughs> mom drives him to work. Your well, manny. He's house. Not a, he's manny. A manny. He's our fairy god manny. Is what he calls fairy, fairy god, god manny. manny. Yeah. yeah. And with like the license and permit and stuff, like you would think that it wouldn't be affected that much by COVID, just because the DMV was always such a streamlined. Right. experience yeah, like you would think that it would just be yeah, cut well, you and dry you couldn't going. get your driver's license renewed so if mm-hmm. they're i don't know how long that's going to be well they, yeah, yeah. yeah with the whole what you call it you know yes the, the what you yeah. call it no you mean the tevin's people thing <laughs> is that what you mean no. the thing tevin started Tev, the tevin kicked it off <laughs> right. it well they just fall. started no, the real id oh, okay. the real so. id thing oh, oh the real yeah, id yeah. i hate that so much that was taking hours already for people to get you know what i love about that so we as Americans, I was born here, grew up here, and because you brought so many immigrants here, now I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Stop bringing immigrants here to work cheaper. There are 20 million people out of work, okay? Yeah. And if this, Hire American. And if this is the real ID, then what have I been using yeah. to pass? <laughs> like, my yeah, fake ID. I'm supposed to have enhanced exactly security right. of some kind. Yeah. But you can use a like passport to, yeah. as well. So if well, you have a passport, also expired. Yeah. yeah, see, I have a passport, well, so I'm not that being online. paid the extra fee to get that. I don't even yeah. think I'm going to get my real ID either. i got a passport. i got a driver's license. Yeah, you don't carry around a passport all the time. Why not? Look at this one. Look at what I drop it and break it. I did. Did I do my 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 quiz with you guys about being pulled over by the police? The popo. Uh, you're talking about the JB one. JB thing. No, about the one. 
Oh, the one that I yeah, that's right. He he, he, yeah. he was the one that started wrong. it. Yeah, you I don't think classic pulled over white one. man. What was it the? It took a black man's idea and now you called your own. Built upon it, it was unbelievable. <laughs> man, I'm so, thinking of starting to work with peanuts. What was the? <laughs> you mean <laughs> make some TNT? George Washington Carver. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Sorry, Andy <laughs> texted me, so I was. Oh, Andy texted you. He's like, I asked him about I asked him about the phone. I'm like, it sounds like terrible wailing ghosts on the line. Oh. And he said, Ooh. sounds like the gain is too high. Yeah, I've made adjustments. I don't know if it's like a connection with the. Like bad cords or something. We only have two more calls. So I asked him, how's the trip? Not great, but I've had worse weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like God. the typical Andy answer. That means he's having a phenomenal time. I should have named him Eeyore. This is the most fun he's ever had. He should have just he might been never named come Eeyore. Home. We he is Eeyore. We're very different in that way. Yeah, well, every way, really. <laughs> you think every way? I Andy and I could yeah. not be more different. Unless I knew you guys were brother and sister, and he, I'd be like, yeah, they're yeah. not related. No, no, you're both very family-oriented, very honest people. There's good things about both of you. Andy's I'm not saying there's that you have that you have that you have in common. God, I try to say something nice, and look what happens. No, I mean, now, it's true. Though. Now you know how it feels, Catherine. <laughs> it is true that I don't recall anything being nice being said. Andy is, Andy is more of a Brant, and you're more of a Bernard. There's no question about that. You don't see that? Andy well, even looks like your brothers. Well, he is a lot like Daryl. Except yeah, for Daryl's like very talkative. Very, very talkative, very like your size. He's but more Terry's like Terry not. from that side. Yeah, Terry's yeah. Not. He's kind of a combination of Daryl and Terry. That's who he is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just Troy. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're Troy. Troy, my brother Troy. That's exactly right. We were laughing about that with Tom Bud Tony today about the fact that he doesn't open his mouth. I love that. Yeah. Or, 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 and I, it's so weird, though. What uncle that I've seen, what? 20 times in my life. Who, Troy? Troy. You are a lot like him. We huh? talk mm-hmm. the same. It's really weird. Yeah. Same. You look the same. You talk the same. A lot that of the is same gestures, I don't look yeah. like Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. He does look like Pat Sajak. You could be that is his, true. Excuse me. <laughs> I was wondering excuse where Pat Sajak came into this he conversation. Does. He, he looks like Pat Sajak. A lot does. like Pat Sajak. Yeah. And I do not look anything like, I don't think so. His anyway. oldest no, brother looks just like Mark Twain. Yep. For sure. I mean, he could. Oh pass. God, yeah, he looks like Mark Twain. Oh my absolutely. God, it's like what? Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> this is your brother, Mark Twain. <laughs> yes, Mark Twain, and then I came along, and you know, Brad Pitt, and then no, yeah. oh that's God. I was gonna I was gonna say Clooney, but Brad Pitt, yeah, I think is more. Don't say Clooney. I hate him now. He's over in Italy in some mansion talking about how horrible America is. At least, really? he, at least, where you make your money. Right, and I mean, at least he like backed up his words and moved out of the country when yeah, all the celebrities said they were true. leaving. So yeah. that is true. He actually yeah, moved to moving Italy. to Bellagio is just a terrible place. What to a poor, struggle! Poor man. You're right. <laughs> gonna be able poor to make guy. it in he Bellagio. He really showed yeah. us. Uh. <laughs> it is absolutely true. But in any case, uh, yeah, Troy. Uh, who got a strength? Frank Gorshin, I remember. Oh, remember Gorshin. Frank Gorshin? Yeah. You don't remember no. that he was the he was no, the, he did some of the best impressions ever. He played the original Riddler. Riddler in Batman. Okay. The TV show Batman. Still don't. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't pick Frank Gorshin out of a two man lineup with a Greatest part of it is I say lineup. on the Frank Gorshin was gonna come into the studio, right? So I said, yeah, I'm talking about this. Morning. I said, oh, God, Frank Gorshin's going to be on later on today. I really love that guy. He's amazing. Plus, in fact, he looks just like my brother Troy, right? So about an hour later, there's the door goes off. They go out and get him. Here comes Frank Gorshin with a cigarette in, in the building. He's smoking a cigarette, blah, blah. 
He sits down. I go, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our very special guest, Frank Gorshin. He goes, don't I look a lot like Tom's brother, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. He had heard me talking about it. It was very, very funny. <laughs> Every time I hear about that, I go back to that Gilbert Gottfried oh, thing God. that he said. Oh, my it God. Was, was it Caesar that liked orange peels chucked at his bare ass or something? Yes. Like Caesar that? Romero. Yeah. yeah. He liked people to throw sliced <laughs> oranges at his ass. Not Julius Why? Caesar. I, like, is this a sexual I, thing? Yes. Uh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> what? What? He, he used know. to have guys Why slice up oranges peels? and throw them at his anus. And is it just oranges? Or, like, did we add yeah, yeah, yeah. banana? Okay. Yeah. 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 It had to be oranges. Clementines? It had to be had to be mandarin oranges. <laughs> That would be such an Just, odd request. And I, how do you I figure would, out that you like that? I don't know. That's, you know that's what so I mean about things. it the other night. Yeah. That's about like, fetishes. Like, did it happen on like, accident at first? Has everybody been seeing the uh, photo of the guy that shoved his charging cord up his pee-pee? His urethra. Why? That thing is like this So long, people dude. like all kinds of things. There Kevin. needs to be like a special area of town <laughs> where you go <just laughs> live there. <laughs> you go live there, all right? Fetish yeah. city over And also, there. If then if you how like... How would you get up there? I mean, I, it was up he had there. The show. Oh, it was God. in his. It ended up in his bladder. And That's do you why. cut like the part that plugs into your phone off yeah. first? And then, <laughs> and then we have questions. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> My, wouldn't this like fit in there at first? And you know why? I don't. Out? I would assume oh. so. And yeah, there's. Yeah. He had to use something like a piece of wire to shove it up there. I don't even yeah. know how to. Like a well, coat well, yeah. No, Michael's a squiggly wire wouldn't go up there. No. Right? Like, no. Do you undo like a wire coat hanger? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Michael's dad. <laughs> right on the money. How do you know? That's really nice. We're talking about shoving stuff up no, your Michael's, dick. And, you know, Michael's no, dad. Listen to my story. <laughs> Michael's dad is a doctor. Yes, he is. Oh, very nice. He's, he's an expert. Related. He's an expert. It's and he did uh, his whatever rotation in emergency room internship. Oh, I'm sure he's seen some certain things getting Residency. pulled out of bodies. Up an entire pineapple somebody shoved up their ass. A pineapple. That's a shovel, baby. And it's got like the stuff on the edges. That's gotta hurt. And and when you're like dating somebody, at what date do you introduce (laughs) that into the relationship? (laughs) Hey, baby. uh, You're a great kisser and all, but (laughs) see that pineapple over there? (laughs) That's gotta go somewhere. I'm okay with that. You start singing Pina Colada while you're shoving it up your butt. They love and dancing in the rain. Whole new meeting. Yeah, so weird. I had, I had an aunt that was a, an emergency room nurse for a while before she went to a surgery. Surgery, and she, I remember, I was, I don't even know, maybe twenty five, and she was over, and I'm like, and it, you just started hearing about people putting light bulbs up their mm-hmm. rectums mm-hmm. and this and that, and I was like, it's probably not true. Who would do that? Because right. you might bleed out, you might die. You yeah. do something. These are the things that they don't consider. <laughs> so I'm, ha- I'm having this conversation with like my person. mother and my yes. father, and my my aunt is just sitting there going. <laughs> oh yeah, that's with the knowing. Uh, yes. Yes, they do. Yep. Yes, sure. yes, they do. Seen yeah. it. It happens. Yeah, I, oh, I have a, a stripper friend that was on our profession confession show, and she talked about like shoving hairspray bottles 
in places that they shouldn't go. And hey, yeah, she was like, yeah, she was like, yeah, that's the biggest thing that I've ever like stuck inside myself. And I was like, that is ridiculous. And to me, it was that, a piece of Charmin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was about as bad as it yeah. ever got. Was that a, for a request that she did it for money like, or it was just something to she do? She was just like, I think it was, she had like her, like an OnlyFans or Snapchat premium online thing and somebody oh, commented yeah, on it. Yeah. And I was like, do you leave like the cap on? Is it like the so bottom first so it doesn't like spray inside? Like, yeah, was there's, it aerosol or pump? See, yeah. was, it, was it a new bottle of spray? <laughs> was, was it empty? Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. there was that one men's cologne that was shaped exactly like a penis. There the are bottle so was. many oh women's cologne. Are there? Uh, women's cologne. Women's perfume. Yeah. In Absol- penis bottles? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because I remember that one was shaped just like Yes. It looked just like a penis. Yes. That's so weird. People are weird. All right, I'm going to go home and vomit. Right, light a few Gwyneth Paltrow candles and go play with See what can fit I up there. made a candle that smells like my vagina. First of all, how would you know that? I can't She's bend over that flexible. far at the way. <laughs> a lot of yoga. A lot of yoga. yoga. The first one, a like, fan. the first one's made. <laughs> She's like, no, it needs not more, right. more musk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> more musk. Oh, yeah. All right, She's, I'm yeah, going home. She's sitting there Good with a fan. God. Yeah, more, more musky. More musky. More musky. A little more that sweaty. That doesn't smell anything like my vagina. Also, does she release, like, seasonal candles? I think she does, Okay. God. You mean, like, the... That time of the yeah, month. Or like oh, pre and post oh workout candles. Yeah, yeah. You can get a whole oh, line going. Pre and post workout? Yeah. Pre and post workout. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>